languages again <laughs> como se dice como se dice no <laughs> unless you live in Italy southern Spain in Barcelona because then they'll say como se dice <laughs> in Barcelona como se dice yeah. Barcelona have you heard Barcelona. have you heard uh, or the theory of why that came about yeah that it was a prince and he had a lisp and he couldn't speak so everyone decided to speak that way yeah because they yeah. thought it was something that was like it's male high. fragility yeah oh i thought uh, <laughs> or royalty I, I, fragility i read that it was like the lower class thing and it was something that high class people did and so they started p- picking it up yeah <sighs> i think it's a thing i think i want to believe it's to be it's true yeah so, so welcome to kink cast where we do lessons on italian <laughs> and french <laughs> oh, and Spanish. That, that's what we didn't say. We haven't said any French at all. Now, listeners. Fame. <laughs> you might think that we're just a bunch of dum dums, but we like to keep abreast of, of you know, the arts and culture. I mean, so. I like to keep a few breasts. <laughs> <laughs> Except not in my fridge right now because my fridge is broken. <laughs> Hey, uh, is your fridge running? No. better catch it. My freezer is. Damn. That doesn't work on you right now. Yeah, I poured fucking curdled milk in my (laughs) coffee, and I don't even like coffee. I had to throw it away. I was surprised that you were drinking coffee at all. I I bought some for a cake, and then I was like, I need caffeine. Yeah. Because today, I woke up at four to go to work, which is a little later than usual. But I also stayed at work from... Five until three thirty, because because people are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Tis the holiday season. No, oh. it wasn't because we were busy. Oh, I uh, I do a job, and the job that I normally do, I was supposed to do today. Oh, and they asked me to do a different job today, and to come in a little. They they really wanted me to come in at like seven, and I negotiated that down to five a.m. because I was like, I want to get out early. Mm-hmm. I want to get out. I was originally scheduled four till eleven, mm-hmm. and I was like, that's what I want. And so I was like, okay, I'll come in an hour later, and then leave an hour later. Right. So I negotiated that down yesterday. Uh, and then the person who was put in place to do my job, um. Well, I did. Blithering idiot. I see a trend here. (laughs) Pretty much. So uh, the other job that I was requested to do required me to leave the store for a few hours at a time. Uh, So as I was saying, uh, the job I was requested to do today required me to leave the store for hours at a time. So I left and the person that was doing was replacing me at the job that I was assigned to do today. Uh well, they, uh, th- to put it nicely, uh, fucked everything up. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh, so when I got back, I pretty much had to go do my other job, which, if, if you're saying to yourself, huh, well, these numbers don't add up very well, 
he signed a 4 to 11 shift, but he said he stayed from 5 till uh, 3.30. Even if, even if he had to do both jobs, it seems like it shouldn't have taken him that long to do the first job. And it wouldn't have. Except everything was fucked up. <laughs> and I... It took me over double the time, twice as much time, to fix what she had done, which I couldn't even do. I couldn't even fix because a lot of the stuff was, like, final. It took me twice as much time as it normally takes me to do that job. Jeez. Happy day to you. That sucks. That sucks a lot. I had to nicely ask her to... Find something else to do <laughs> because I didn't want her in that room wow. while I was fixing her work because I was afraid. Did you shoot her with an arrow? I was afraid that I might shoot her with an arrow. And you were going to pretend to be a centaur? I was going to be Cupid. Oh. And shoot her you... with an arrow in the head. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think I would have hit anything. <laughs> right through the ears it went. Okay. Let's get back down to business. If any of my coworkers have found this show, <laughs> don't, don't tell her. Although you know who I'm talking about. All right. This is the shame show. We're going to shame dumb people on this show. No? So I am so tired. <laughs> I'm sorry you're tired, but this is the fun part of your week. We get to talk about another astrological sign, and I'm really excited about this one because I know quite a few of these. So why don't you go ahead and tell us what you've been researching this week? What astrological sign? My name's Chris. Your name's Chris? Yeah. Chris Poher. What's your name? I'm Dana. <laughs> you going to give a fake name? <laughs> <laughs> I've been, I've been convincing some people in my life that my middle name is Danger. Mm. <laughs> Have I mentioned that on the show yet? Oh. Have I? No. Oh, okay. So you're double D? Well, no, the joke The joke is in Dana Danger. Oh. So they don't... I don't know. I think it's really hilarious because they're young and they're impressionable. And they're like, oh, what is your middle name? Danger. No, it's not. And I'm like, yeah, it fucking is. Yeah, I don't say that. Yeah, exactly. But I just tell them, I'm like, yeah, yeah my middle name is Danger. Shut the fuck up, you little idiots. So, yeah. You think uh, your middle name is cool? My middle name is Danger. So today, we are doing the centaur male. Centaur? That's not a sign. Sorry. The Sagittarius <laughs> male, who is a centaur archer. Yes. What dates are those? That is November 22nd through December 21st. Ooh. So... The Thanksgiving season. The Thanksgiving and definitely, and early Christmas season or early, uh, early they miss winter Christmas. holidays. They miss Christmas because they're well, losers. Yeah, but all the celebrations leading up to um, mm. Hanukkah and Christmas and Kwanzaa and Festivus and what is it? Yule and all of those other celebrations. And the winter solstice. There you go. All of that is leading up to it, and so it's the season. I have a question for you, Tis Dana. the season to turn into a centaur and shoot your relatives with arrows. What archer would you be of the famous archers? Uh, definitely Archer's mother. Ma Mallory Archer? Yes. I love her. Okay. I want to grow up to be just like her. <laughs> You cut my joke. 
cut cut the legs out from under my joke. What was your joke? I don't get it. I was gonna let you choose like a famous archer like William Tell or like Robin Hood, <laughs> and then I was gonna be like, I'm Sterling Archer. You would be Sterling Archer. <laughs> I do have great hair. <laughs> here it is. Here's here's me starting off every show trying to explain how we're not a bunch of nerds. And every every show it comes out. It's like, yeah, yeah, we're fucking nerds. Yeah. Actually, we're nerds. Yeah. Who's your favorite Robin Hood? And why is it the Fox one? Oh, definitely the one that is in tights. Uh, Carrie El- Elwes. Elwes? Yeah. Carrie Elwes. I don't know how you say his last name. Wait, he was he also was... in The Princess Bride. He was in Robin Hood? Mm-hmm. He was in Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh, really? That was yeah. him. Yeah, that was With him. Achu, his friend Achu, and some of the other fantastic... Uh, Mel Brooks. There's so many great people Mel in Brooks, that show. Dave, uh, Dave Chappelle. Yeah, Dave Chappelle! Yeah. Uh, he played the Moor. Yeah. Uh, Star-studded cast. Okay, we are in Sagittarius. Yes, Sagittarius Man, the sign of sexual ecstasy. Ecstasy? Yeah. Ecstasy for whom? Oh, we should say, last month, we decided to get a little get a little wiggly with it, and we decided to do the lady sign first, and then the man's sign. Well, unfortunately, our book said that, hey, hey, you're, doing it, that idea. you're doing it wrong. So, unfortunately, we have to go back to doing it. Yeah. The man, uh, the male part of the sign first, and then we will follow up with the female sign on our next episode. Would you believe we've already been recording for an hour? <sighs> yeah, talking, you talking about work. <laughs> felt like an hour. Thanks. No, it's okay. It's not that. It's just that I know people and I've worked with people like that and I want to punch them, so. I'm right here. Not you. Rude. I don't need to punch you. I just got to kick you. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the book, uh, talks about things in the male chapter that it then references in the female chapter so if we do the female chapter first we are uh doing the male without context <clears throat> precisely i like to do males without context <laughs> okay sterling that's kind of you you're gonna get today. <laughs> all right sagittarius Tell me about this particular sign. So as I said, the sign of sexual ecstasy. He's the maverick. He's the John McCain. What? No. He's... <laughs> that makes all the sexy feelings go away. He's the maverick. The John McCain. He's a, he was the maverick. And now he's a corpse. Let's just stick to the maverick as in, like, the movie The Maverick. And sticking with the John McCain. Oh. Sagittarius Man is the Zodiac's libertarian. Does it say that? Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He makes his own rules. A freewheeling extremist. No one lives larger than he does. Forever shaking up existing codes and mores. He colors outside the lines in life, succeeding in his endeavors by taking great risks. Sag is a born citizen of the world, and he approaches any and all experience with an easy exuberance, if not an outright sense of exhalation. His lifestyle may appear reckless, but what others label out of control is often to him a natural state wherein he feels securely composed. In love, he's wildly romantic and effusive. His emotions manifest in a heightened manner, and his displays of affection are often over the top. So he's basically a pirate. He he plunders that booty, and he also takes risks to plunder the booty. What? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
I'll come up with a better one. Okay, go ahead. Huh? Should I say plunder? No. Where am I? didn't I? say plunder. I Should I black it. out? No. <laughs> Just keep going. <laughs> I rudely interrupted with something I thought was uh, profound, oh. and it was less than so. He is physically drawn to perfect tens, and unlike most men, never shri- shrinks from, play- from making a play for such glamazons. That's enough energy drink for you. (laughs) He wants a playmate and a female partner, one who will share his optimistic vision of life as a great adventure. With men, he's a big player, only settling down with a lover who possesses extraordinary looks, personality, and an extremely open mind. Ooh. Okay, okay. And that I'm was getting, our episode. I'm getting images like Indiana Jones. I'm getting images like Johnny Depp from from Pirates of the Caribbean. He's the rogue. He's gonna swoop in. No. He flies by the seat of his four legged pants. Because no. he's a centaur. He's not a he's not a rule breaker. Yeah. He's the maverick. He fights hard and he loves deep. I'm sorry, I forgot everything I just read. Okay, just <laughs> keep going. No. This is why you have the book in front of you. No, he's I'm, more hes more like a Woody Allen type. That is not a good type to be. Well. Would not recommend that. I'm not the one who came up with that. Oh, oh, okay. Thank you. Well, keep reading. The book did. Oh, good. Do they know? No. No. Hmm? Just go. <laughs> I don't want to get into it. <laughs> not with a 10-foot stick. Okay, you can be an asshole and keep us on topic. Sign in mind, Sagittarius is ruled by the planet Jupiter, named for the Roman king of the gods, Zeus. Representing the principle of expansion in the zodiac, the Sagittarian male experience is hinged on an inherent need for growth, optimism in the most literal sense. As the third sign in the astrological third quadrant of the mind, therefore a mutable one, Sagittarius synthesizes the energy of the two opposing signs that precede it on the astrological wheel into a single cohesive understanding of existence. Libra with its Apollian Apollinian (laughs) vision of the world as a conscious civilized place of light is followed by nihilistic Scorpio with its view of existence as a dark, mysterious environment, emphasizing the unseen workings of nature and the unconscious. Sagittarius asserts that these perspectives are not mutually exclusive, that the world is neither all goodness and light, nor is it all shadow and pessimism, but one extending beyond such duality. Wow. The SAG guy personifies the expansive Dionysian principle. Ooh, okay. He, He takes what is heretofore hidden repressed wild or taboo in society and builds upon it in a new civilization and builds upon it a new civilization that reflects the savage interior of the natural world wow i'm still getting lots of indiana jones jones vibes here or brendan fraser from the mummy sagittarius man is a maverick the consummate free thinker who shakes up and reshapes the pillars of civilization from the inside as opposed to some subversive outsiders seeking to topple them. That is why I'm not getting an Indiana Jones or uh, Brendan Fraser in the Mummy Type 5 because they are outsiders. Okay. He's well, so a, is Brendan Fraser. He's an insider. 
No, that's the SAG is an insider though. Oh, got he it. He works within. They are outside. They are they're mm-hmm. uh, uncivilized men uh, who pretend to be civilized, especially Indiana Jones. I mean, his yeah. his core nature is Indiana Jones, and then uh, when he's at work, he's Doctor Jones, and all the ladies want to fuck him. Damn right we do. <laughs> his student had that like. Yeah. What what was it tattoo or written on her eyes? Like uh, fuck me or something? <laughs> it wasn't yeah, no. fuck me. No. It's a PG movie. Yeah. But uh the Sagittarian male is in no way seditious towards mainstream society. Rather, he feels himself heir to it. Once he has it in his grips, he hopes to freely expand the collective mind, something that falls under the Sagittarian rule of the ninth astrological house by bringing nature back into the mix. Ooh, okay. All right. He's a balancer. Yes. Dionysus, the orgiastic, rustic god of wine and so-called disorder, he is in fact nature as male, signifying, among other things, a patriarchal usurpation over even this most divinely feminine of realms. Wow, so he's very primal, very in tune with nature, very into making sure everything is balanced and But he works within society. Yeah. He's 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 both Yeah. Like like the two signs before it. He's the civilized Yeah. He's what the the civilized brute? Yeah. Yeah. The 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 noble barbarian. Yes. As a as out uh, the Guy who wrote Conan would say, "What's his fucking name?" Yeah, he's a true neutral. He was friends with fucking H.P. Lovecraft, the racist. <laughs> the guy who wrote Conan the Barbarian was. Yeah. Uh, Sagittarius is likewise not a sign of disorder, but rather of new order. That's right. Taking something taboo or something and building a, a whole new. System on it. A whole new world. (gasps) He's Aladdin. No, Aladdin was an outsider. All rogue heroes are outsiders. Yeah. In astrology, fire symbolizes the life spirit, while mutability signals versatility and adaptability. Sag is the Dionysian vine adapting its life force to that which it climbs and covers. Mm. The ninth astrological house ruled by the sign of Sagittarius is among a slew of uh, attributes, one of aspirations, the higher or subconscious or sorry, super conscious mind, as well as that of tapped inspiration, dreams, visions, and the need to experience life beyond commonplace limits. He is known as a shapeshifter. The archer man can, in a flash, reimagine himself making enormous changes to his lifestyle, embar- embarking on embarking on <laughs> embarking on incredible journeys, real or imagined, stunning supposed stunning supposed intimates who are often left in the unsettling dust. One never knows when or from where the sag. I, I think it wants me to say sag. But I'm yeah. going to say SAG. Okay. The SAG guy might reappear, or as whom. He is that freely expressive. The ninth house also contains the collective conscious, plus all brands of big business and global commerce. Yeah, that makes sense. It seems like he's a um, 
fit for a lot of things because he can just change. Mm-hmm. He's, what's her name? Mirage from the X-Men. No, I totally made that up. What's her name? Mystique? Mystique! Where did I get Mirage? I'm sorry. I mean, I'm pretty sure Mirage is an X-Men, but oh. I don't know what her power is. Mystique. I meant Mystique. <laughs> yeah. Mirage, that X-Men. Mirage, that X-Men. Mirage is actually part of the Y-Men. Oh. It's the, uh, it's the porn. Oh. <laughs> it's the porn version. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's fascinating. Tell me more. Uh, either way, he is endowed with a sense of omniscience. Aptly, his sign's two mottos are I understand and the collective we think. Of all males, Sag is the most readily accepted by other guys. He is assumed to be a real man's man. So he's John Cena. <laughs> oh, might be The Rock. <laughs> the Rock kind of encapsulates this. Huh. That's he's, cool. Yeah, he's like the primal mixed with the civilized. He always uh, dresses up in those like fancy suits and yeah. then he's like big and buff and has that like little like dapper guy yeah has that little sneer that's like you know that yeah. look yeah that he does in every movie yeah with the eyebrow yeah and the snapping yeah he always does very sharp snapping movements yeah endearing to the gents <laughs> In his professional life, Sag gains a reputation as an answer man or wizard of sorts, one who invents solutions that require no compromise by either sides. <gasps> like Nick Offerman's character from Parks and Rec. No. Oh. Definitely not. Oh, that's true. He was. He was. A he was uncom. He was uncompromising. Yes. He refused to compromise. That's true. 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 Uh, body and soul. As. Anyone, Tell me about that body. Yeah. As anyone who knows a SAG male intimately will tell you, the word can't simply isn't in his vocabulary. It's true. <gasps> He's Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> There's no can't. There's no try. There's only do or do not. Yep. He is a risk taker. Of all the ninth house attributes, it is that of growing through experience that manifests most poignantly in the archer male. The Sagittarian soul is personified by such supernaturalist Dionysian characters as, I had to highlight this, Heathcliff. I'm assuming it's not the dog. No. (laughs) No, no, no. Tom Jones. Victorian fiction. Yeah, I, I realized that. Yeah. But I, I highlighted it because the first image that came to mind was not... Heathcliff is a cat. <laughs> the least funny cat on the face of the planet. Yes. Less funny than Garfield. Yes. <gasps> Have I gone on a rant about... I do love Garfield. I mean, Garfield's not great. Have I gone on my rant about Heathcliff? No, that's okay. enough, though. Uh, or Huckleberry Finn, whose oh. Sagittarian author's pen name, Mark Twain perfectly illustrates his sign's tertiary third-eye perspective. Fascinating. Uh, real life, uh, Sages. Put an E on the end of it for some reason that time. Uh, Sages? No. Oh. Capital S-A-G-G-E-S. 
Sages. That must be plural Sages. Sages. <laughs> As William Blake, Jonathan Swift, great, great satirist, uh, C.S. Lewis, Walt Disney, and Steven Spielberg. Oh. As well as Jim Morrison, Jimi Hendrix, Keith Richards, Richard Pryor, Billy Idol, Greg Allman, and Dennis Wilson. Jeez. Yeah. Lots of who's who's. Very creative types. Yeah. To, a, to the Sag, life is a dream. <gasps> is a dream. They pulled that right from Walt Disney. Life is but a dream. Oh. It is often remarked how scarce Sagittarius males make themselves. While we are scratching our heads on the subject, Sag is out there getting lost in his audacious reveries. Similarly, when he does make his when he does make the requisite social appearance, he wears a wild, faraway expression. As a result, he is often accused of either of being either shy or snooty, but he's neither of those two qualities exactly, just some inexplicable combination of both. Hmm. Very cool. He exudes a whiff of superiority. Whether intended or not, he is often literally head and shoulders above the rest. Even when Sag isn't tall, he'll manifest a certain largesse in any number of areas, such as a massive head. Yeah, the Sagittarius I know is very tall. Bulging arms and legs. The Rock is both very tall and has gigantic arms and legs. Hulk-like. Yeah. Yeah. A commanding barrel chest and other outsized proportions of his anatomy. The The Rock is an outsized proportion. <gasps> Have you seen that part of Trainwreck whenever John Cena comes out with just the towel on his dangling? No, I haven't seen any of Trainwreck. It's gigantic. My dangling, my dangling. <laughs> Oh, I have a funny story to tell you, but later. No, oh, the audience loves that. Really? Yeah. I can tell you that now. What? Yeah, go ahead. I have never seen... A penis? No. Yes, I've seen lots of penises. Oh. Peni? I don't know. Um, so I had never seen um, Tommy Boy. And I really was laughing really hard whenever he said, My dad used to tell me all the time, Stop playing with your dinghy. Me? I was like, that's funny, because he's got the boat. The little dinghy boat. Tommy, Tommy boy. used to be a regular host on our show. How have you never Tommy seen him? Tommy Boy! Oh my gosh, just... <laughs> fuck you, move on. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's such a... Uh, yeah, uh, Tommy Boy. Uh, good movie. It was a fantastic movie. Uh, Chris Farley, part, Chris of, Farley. part of the uh, Fat 30-something Comedian Club. Yeah. Speedballing. Jim Belushi. Not and so good. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of uh, comedians hit like thirty three and uh, get are overweight and die, or speedballs. Didn't he do like heroin and? Cocaine? He was on drugs like nonstop. Yeah. Like any story you hear of uh, Chris Farley was him doing drugs. Yeah, uh, Sagittarius's body language is best described as sprawling. He's forever standing, spread eagle. <laughs> or lurching back and forth like a tennis player waiting to serve, stretching his arms up, arching his back, sitting with his legs splayed, lounging as if, like Dionysus, eternally couched upon a com- commodious dais. <gasps> Brilliant. 
It's true. I know a couple of Sagittarius men that would fit this description. Yeah. They're like, like big lanky dogs. Yes. Yes. Uh, famous, more famous Sagittarius men in front of the camera this time. Uh, ben Stiller, John Stewart, Harpo Marx, Rodney Dangerfield, Gary Shandling, James Thurper, Flip Wilson, Red Fox, Buck Henry, Dick Van Dyke, Tim Conway, Noel Coward, Richard Pryor, again, Billy, uh, Woody Allen, and Shut Mr. Twain. Wow. Uh, this reveals that this is a sign of comics, humorists, and satirists. Still, even a nebbish, self-put-down artist like Woody Allen exudes a definite swagger, mm-hmm. having the cojones to continually cast himself as a romantic lead linked with beautiful and often suspiciously younger women. Oh, it All, went there. Yes, it did. <laughs> All Sagittarius males embody a similar braggadocio, which is a word, Dana. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Braggado- braggadocio. Braggadocio. Yeah. But not braggadocious. Braggadocious is a word. We had this argument before. Have we not really? on the show. Yes. Oh, okay. That's why I said it is a word, Dana. <laughs> because I know. just because Donald Trump used it doesn't mean it's not my, a word. My three English degrees, uh, spidey senses are tingling. It is a word. Okay, fine. I don't it's like Donald Trump as much as anyone. No, okay. I, I, it's a word. I probably hate him more than most, <laughs> but it is a word. Yeah. Uh, believing themselves somewhat, wor- or, sorry, uh, all Sagittarius men embody a similar braggadocio. Believing themselves worthy of the most glorious, loving, attractive women in the world. Ooh. Okay. Sagittarius is a woman's rough-and-tumble-take-charge sexual fantasy come to life. He possesses an overt masculinity, a predatory power, and natural abandon that makes him the consummate stud, whether or not he actually boasts such sizable equipment as befits his horsey symbol. Everything else about his big persona speaks to a rousing sexual ride. Damn, I'm going to look up my compatibility with one of these guys. You've, I've dated one. You've got a boyfriend. <laughs> I know, but I'm curious. Uh, well, how do you feel about Rodney Dangerfield? No. What? His eyes always creeped me out. Yeah, he's got oversized eyes. It's part of his whole thing. <laughs> what about Gary Shanline? I don't know who that is. What? I know who Noel Coward is. You know who Noel Coward is, but you don't know who Gary Shandling is? Right. Correct. That's what I said. I have no idea who Noel Coward is. I have an 87% match for Sagittarius. That's the highest one. Go find a Jon Stewart. Yes. Why so many of these are... Yeah, that's my highest match. Nah. Yeah, that's my highest match. Hmm. Well, go find one. Sagittarius. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. It says that in here. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Say hi, like. Oh, yeah. They they sound interesting. Uh, as I've said previously, uh, this sounds like one of those that the author is dating. <laughs> yeah. It's all been very uh, positive. Oh, it is nothing but positive. Oh, and okay. not like in the Leo sense where it's like everything's positive, but it's kind of like, oh, this guy's coming off as an asshole. It's like everything's positive, but it's also like... He's lovable. 
Yeah. He's like he's the a Woody man's Allen man, type. And he's a woman pleaser. Yeah. And all of these great things. The men like him. The women like him. Yeah. Everybody likes him. He doesn't force his opinion on other people. Leo. Yeah. Uh, sex and sexuality. Sagittarius has incredible luck with the ladies. If Sag isn't having sex, he's thinking of having it. Or, as is frequently the case, enjoying sex all by himself. Which, yeah. Come on, that's like. Why wouldn't you? That's like most people. Yeah. Like, yeah. Enjoy sex. Yeah. Uh, Sag's mate must be so confident as to never feel threatened by his need to perform such spiritual makeovers. I don't know why I highlighted that. I was very tired when I read this part. <laughs> so, next page. <laughs> Uh, for Sag Guy, a love relationship takes on a life of its own. It is the embodiment of his trademark tertiary perspective, and he almost can't help but look at himself and a lover from an outside third-party viewpoint, a tendency that manifests most as over-romanticizing. That's interesting and kind of profound. I feel like the Sagittarius I dated did that a lot. Like, looking at the relationship from an outside looker. I feel like in. that would put a lot of pressure on the other person. Yeah. It kind of, yeah. Cause you want to not only have the relationship on the inside working out, but you want it to look good on the outside too. Yeah. No, so. it, there's a lot of pressure on your significant other to yeah. keep, keep up appearances. Yes. Yes. Uh, he naturally harnesses his tremendous energy for use in targeting loftier aspirations. He expects his mate to do likewise. Never wallow. Keep ridding. Sorry. Keep riding the chimera of life. Ooh. For all the starts and or for all the stops and starts and stabs that his opposite access sign of Gemini makes at tapping the power of positive thinking, Sagittarius man, on the contrary, often can't seem to turn it off. Didn't like that little dig about Gemini. What does that mean? Yeah, don't pick on Gemini. What does that mean? <laughs> are you come, why are you coming at me, book? Yeah. Why are you coming know. at me? I bought you. Is it your opposite sign? Yeah. <gasps> need to draw a wheel. Yeah, and I figure out where everybody is. I need to find Sagittarius and beat him up. <laughs> no, because you'd get along with him. Why? Because you're a guy. No, I'm going to beat him up. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, Make kick. you feel better about it? I'm going to punch him in the dick. Because <laughs> <laughs> of what the book said. <laughs> oh, okay. No. But, uh,. For that, minute, for that reason, many would-be partners feel that he doesn't deal with his internal issues enough to sustain a healthy relationship. Okay. Uh, unleashing energy is a prime Sagittarius lemotif. Letmotif. Mm -hmm. Sex is one area where the centaur really lets himself go. No male is more abandoned in his approach than the sag, who is enviably free of inhibitions and insecurities. Ooh. I'll show you, Sag. I'll show you who's more sexually abandoned. <laughs> I'll abandon everything. <laughs> Let the freak flag fly. Yeah. 
SAG male embodies the notion that in letting go sexually, one inevitably rides out any foibles or failings. SAG is free from both the self-satisfying urges of his fire sign brother Aries, as well as any compulsion to please his partner, which plagues many men. Because SAG is beyond even so blatant a duality as the vividly described beast with two backs, he may more fully meld with the experience of, of the sexual act than anyone, male or female. Sex by nature is ecstatic. Yes! He's a primal! Yet, uh. especially for men, sustaining this rapturous state presents quite a challenge. But not, not for our ever-loving Sagittarius. It is, it is often said that sex with a Sagittarian male is, in a word, a superlative. Wow. Look that up for people who don't know <laughs> your English. You mean, you mean to define it? Superlative? Yeah. I know what a superlative is. Yeah. I'm saying look that up for other people. Don't tell them. Don't tell them. Don't tell them. A superlative is like best or greatest. It's anything that ends in est. Yeah. Prettiest. Bestest. Yeah. The highest quality or degree. Yeah. Expressing the highest or a very high degree of quality. Yeah. We don't need to define it. They, I, we have smart listeners. I, I wanted to, just in case. We have smart Somebody's, listeners. Some people are driving, you know, and they can't break out their dictionaries. They don't need to. They already know the word because they're uh, smart. Okay. You're smart out there, people. I believe in you. Dana doesn't. That's why I I'm your favorite. I like to look up words, though. Definitions are important. That's why I start every paper with a definition. No! Uh, okay, move on. In fact, not the, my problem anymore. The new paper I'm going to write is going to start with the definition for the word definition. Oh, fuck you. Move on. <laughs> I'm going to kick you under this table. Just as Sag wants to free the woman he loves from the status quo, so too does he seek to liberate her from any sexual inhibitions. He sees the two of them, his lover and himself, as a whole, a chimeric being composed of male and female parts. The he-man sexual libertine cum liber liberator who provides the proverbial key to opening a woman to the full extent of erotic experience. Sagittarius is the one male who identifies with the inherently sublime pleasure principle within a woman, something he feels uniquely qualified to access and drive to new unlimited heights. If anything, the sag male seems to surrender his own pleasures for the sake of increasing that of his partner. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. Uh, if anyone is going to have a mirror on his ceiling, <laughs> it's the archer. Oh. Who, as the sign symbol would have it, is naturally removed from any effects of the swift shaft he may be shooting. This is the rub in making love to a sag. As, as present and penetrating as his pounding may be, there's some sense that he's somewhere else, as if undergoing an out-of-body experience. That's kind of unfortunate. Yeah, he doesn't seem present. What if that means he comes really fast? I don't know. Well, it kind of made... Uh, kind of implied that. Yeah, yeah, it kind of said that a little bit. Implied it. Yeah. It does 
It does seem like the way it keeps describing it as like a tertiary perspective mm-hmm. that he's not always present, which His is brain an, is somewhere else sometimes. Yeah, he's which a is daydreamer. an issue in relationships. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Sag, like his neighbor Scorpio, tends to push the envelope on uh, anal sex more than most guys. <gasps> he relishes seeing his lover reach beyond set sexual limits in hopes that she'll eventually beg him to do something she had originally considered outrageous. Holy shit. Okay. Sag likes sex to be long on time, cool on tone, and always with a twist. He is quite simply kinky by nature. He's an explorer of fantasies, driven to uncovering desires that may lie dormant in the recesses of his lover's mind. Holy shit. All of that's true! (laughs) Woo! Hi. If any guy will welcome his wife or lover strapping on a dildo and giving him what for, it will be the sag man who enjoys that act's topsy-turvy essence. Nice. His famous third-party perspectives means he's very much into threesomes. Whereas many signs might welcome an occasional third wheel rolling into the bed, he or she shares with a partner, Sag tends to be that wheel himself, tired of just eating his own tail. Wait. Ah. Forgot to highlight this next part. Believe us, he would if he could. So he can't suck his own dick. <laughs> but he would if he could. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people, or I'm sure a lot of people with penises would if they could. Suck their own dick? Yeah. I mean, probably requires, it definitely requires a bit of flexibility. It requires flexibility and a big penis. Yes. Yeah. And if also. you could, you probably would. But At least once. It, it wouldn't be comfortable. A lot of sex isn't comfortable. Have you seen? Yeah. Have you seen the Kama Sutra? There'd be a lot <laughs> of effort for what would amount to very distracted and not exactly pleasurable blowjob from yourself. I don't know. But yeah. Uh, he's happily careening into the lives of couples looking to round out their sex life. Sagittarius loves to step in, sizable reputation and an infamous staying power in tow. So this is implying that he has staying power to please oh. a woman with uh, with a proper pummeling. In this scenario, it is not only the notion of a sex starved woman begging for a release that arouses him, but the sense of humiliation being directed at the com- comparatively, quote, lesser lacking husband or boyfriend also strikes an erotically sadistic chord. So this is the perfect person for cuckolding. Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. Uh, Sag might even take things to an infamous step, or it may take things an infamous step further, topping the other guy, and thus simultaneously satisfying and shaming this fellow in the face of his woman. Ooh. Wow. He is the quintessential uh, horns. What? It, what? When, you, when you cuckold someone, you give them the horns. Yes. Because they, they, they wear the yeah. antlers or whatever. 
Yep, yep. Sag fancies himself the quintessential gigolo. <gasps> Deuce bigolo. <laughs> Sag male is not so much bisexual as he is pansexual. The archer is most at ease in the intimate company of other men. The straightest of centaurs is so confident in his masculinity as to never feel threatened by or phobic about the gay world. The sad guy is rather more like most women in regard to same-sex relationships. Platonic or not, bonds with other men are naturally strong and intimate. Also very true. Intimate relations with with another guy, whether of a sexual nature or not, are seen as an expression of male empowerment, just to say the lesbian movement is viewed as reinforcing feminism as a whole. That's fascinating. That's dead on. So it's really interesting. That makes me imagine him like being like a super buff manly man. And just be, Come on, bro. Let's just kiss. Yeah. What's wrong? It's, it's nothing weird about it. It's okay. Yeah. I, I bet you wouldn't dare me to kiss you. Yeah. Bet you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> the gay sag is a... a yeah, uh, sorry. Uh, transition time. Yes. <laughs> the gay sag is almost pathologically male. Like the other fire signs, Aries and Leo, he may be the consummate top. And unlike those other characters, he is drawn to ethereal pretty boys, if not outright femi men for mates. Uh... In his particular gay world, women are anathema, 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 <laughs> anathema. anathema. <laughs> he finds all the femininity he may need in the glorious Tiresias. <laughs> Tiresias. Tiresias. He seeks to sexually befriend. Who's Tiresias? Tiresias is the blind um, storyteller from Greek legend. He was both a female and male and was able to change back and forth. That's hot. Yeah. I'd fuck her. (laughs) (laughs) So that Tiresias, that's what it's referencing to. Thanks, book, for helping me out with that. Yeah, it's like you really have to have a good grasp on mythology to really understand this book much. The gay centaur pushes a lover to the limits, and his attraction to docile, demure, if not obviously straight-laced lads, is where this grand fantasy begins. The gay sag will typically enjoy a large group of like-minded, mostly straight butch friends, but these rugged lads are rarely the type with whom he seeks to mate. Besides being a calming influence, the coy, somewhat sissified partner he opts for should be submissive enough to make the sag feel overpowering within their sexual exchange. It's a fine line. Sag needs a lover who will take whatever he dishes out, though not so bottomless a bottom that there is no stimulating struggle to cope with the demands sag might make. Just as women praise the prowess of the straight centaur, gay men will swear that their best sex ever was with a sag. Still, in signature fashion, trysts rarely proceed beyond one-night stands, mainly because it is so difficult for the archer to pinpoint that perfect partner who will be eternally hard-pressed to enjoy the surpassing erotic experience that that sag is known to 
deliver. Wow. Relationships and indeed sex itself with the Sagittarian man are in effect one big long trust exercise. He is a trip and he knows it. One night spent with this extraordinary being proves him capable of offering the kind of wild, fiery, abandoned ride to which no other man can hold a candle. The Sagittarius Man. Damn. Damn! Yep, God of Wine and fucking... Oh, that's right, you're gonna do turn-ons, right? Yeah. Yes. Tell me about the turn-ons for the Sagittarius man. The Sagittarius male turn-ons. Tall females. Who doesn't find them attractive? I know. Blondes. Scandinavians. Flight attendants. Passive erotic massage. Married women. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Who doesn't find those? Yeah. So far... I think I might be a Sagittarius. (laughs) Anonymity. Yes. Verbal action. What? What? You heard me. Verbal action. Uh, Okay. Role reversal. Pantyhose and nylons. Pansexuality. Onanism. O-N-A-N-ism. Dan's going to look that up while I continue. M-M-F threesomes. Spit roasting and tag teaming. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, onanism. <laughs> Should be called oneanism. It's masturbation. Or coitus interruptus. He's turned on by masturbating? Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I'm turned on by masturbating too. It's like. <laughs> okay. Unless it's, it doesn't say mutual. It doesn't say mutual masturbation. Or watching somebody else yeah. masturbate. Uh, spit roasting and tag teaming. Going with that again because spit roasting. Yeah. That's a <laughs> That's a funny one. Yeah. Uh, foursomes and swapping. Bisexuality and homoeroticism. Orgies and hedonism. Well, yeah, he's Dionysus. Uh, exhibitionism. Uh, yes. Pa- passive worship. Outdoor sex and public sex. <gasps> leopard skin. Leopard skin? Like leopard print? I'm guessing, yeah. Wow. Okay. okay. So far, I was uh, on board with almost everything. It's dead on. Until I got to the leopard skin, and I was like, well, leopard, skin, leopard print doesn't look good at anybody. We know that now. That's hilarious. Wild women fantasies. Hunting slash capture games. Hmm. Hot. Let me just take a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Gigolo role play. Passive ass play. And drugs and asphyxiation. Really? Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Oh, sorry. Reaching for the book already? I'm sorry. I'm just so curious. We are inclusive here, Dana. I'm so curious. The gay turn-ons. Yeah. Bodybuilders and athletes. Well, duh. Top on top. Wait, what? Wait, what? Uh, okay. Uh, straight male seduction. Strong thighs, muscle butts. <laughs> muscle butts? Okay. 
groups and orgies, bisexuality, delivery men, frat boys and preppies, military and uniforms, cops and firemen, active humiliation. Oh, they like being humiliated. Uh, jock straps, sports kits, equestrian gear. Wow. Did you find Can out I what play? top on top meant? I think it literally just means two usual tops. Like, yeah, more dominant ones kind of at each other. But There's not like a super submissive one in the group. But it said he liked the, the chapter. <sighs> okay. I don't know. Everything I found on the internet in the two seconds I looked. Yeah, it, seem, it seems to me that it's like two tops. Two uh, dominants. Going at it and yeah. trying to top the other one. Pretty much. To fight. Yeah. It's a fist fight. Without <laughs> <laughs> fists. Uh, yeah, no, equestrian gear. Yeah, like maybe into pony play. No, <laughs> like so far it's been just describing jocks and manly men, and that's it. Yeah. So he likes like the he- little helmets and the little yeah. chaps that they wear. Three hundred. Hello. He likes foreigners and foreskin <laughs> and butt plugs. And active anal penetration. Mm. And passive analingus. And rough trade. Ooh. What's that? And wild, comma, kink. Oh, and hallucinogens and ecstasy. Ooh. And variety and multiple partners. Toys, dildos, gadgets, and rent boys and twinks. So it ends with the exact opposite of what it begins with. It begins with bodybuilders and athletes and ends with rent boys and twinks. Ooh. Interesting. So it pretty much runs the gamut. Yeah. Did I, uh, did I open the episode by saying that I don't believe in any of this and think it's self-contradictory? No, you forgot to say that again. Oh, okay. Well, here it is right now. It begins with bodybuilders and athletes and ends with rent boys and twinks. Ah. One might say those are almost polar opposites. There you go. Oh, um, trade. So we were talking about rough trade. Trade, as it says here, is slang term which refers to the casual partner of a gay man or to the genre of such pairings. Men falling in the category of trade are not gay identified. Historically, the motivations may be at times include a desire for emotional fulfillment and admiration, but the term often refers to a straight man who partners with a gay man for economic benefit, either through a direct cash payment or through other more subtle means. Oh, it's gay for pay. I guess. Okay. Well. There you go. The internet, ladies and gentlemen. More power to you. (laughs) All right. Let's get into these couplings. I'm really curious about this because, as I said earlier, this really awful website that we found that gave us, like, actual percentages based on signs, pairings, and couplings said I was pretty high. 87% match with this particular sign, which is oh, really fascinating. I'll look it up for myself. Yeah, you have to look it up for yourself. All right. But that brings us right literally to my sign. Um, the couplings of the Sagittarius man and Aries woman. It says, bucking authority. They live way outside the rules. He's unhurried and askew. She's unbeholden and autonomous. This is a super couple that easily finds professional success. Sexually, they're exceptionally open-minded. So that's kind of cool. It's a good one. I'm yeah. tough to deal with because I'm hard-headed like a ram. So that's cool. Okay. Um, and he's got the body of a horse. Uh, yeah. 
You can stick his arrow in me. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know. All right. The Sagittarius man and the Taurus woman. It's fixation at first sight. Sagittarius's colossal self-confidence transforms this twosome. In her, he's found a savior. Financially, they don't see eye to eye. She's one lover who will satisfy his outsized libido. So that website that we mentioned. Uh-huh. Um, it shut down. <laughs> no. Oh. Uh, me or a Gemini with a Sagittarius is the highest match rank I've ever seen. For you? 92%. No, out of any of them. 92% total. Holy moly. All right. Everybody likes so, Sagittarius. Uh, so all you, uh, all you sag, sagging ladies out there. We'll talk about them next week for yeah. sure. That's interesting. All right. The Sagittarius man and the Gemini woman. She is addicted to bold, beguiling Sagittarius man. They're in absolute accord. Their bodies, too, snap into place like puzzle pieces. Sex, like all aspects of their shared life, is wild with round uh, rounds of overt experimentation. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. With the Cancer Woman, he's undaunted by her turbulent temperament. Exhausted from taking life so seriously, she finds relief in his lively approach. A notoriously wild couple, they might live hard and fast. In bed, immense appetites are indulged. With the Leo woman, their courtship is formal, enveloped in etiquette, played by the rules. She's a nurturing presence, and he's the stud that she's been searching for. Waiting is a way to build excitement. Their first encounter is explosive. Boring. Play by the rules. Just get to it. Get to the nitty gritty. All right. With the Virgo woman, they meet early in life, often staying together through thick and thin. She's overshadowed or sacrificed to his success. Despite resentments, Virgo's satisfied being of service. Sexually, they've no need for enhancements. Wow. That... That's one of the negative ones where they just try to make it sound nice. Yeah. All right. With the Libra woman, she's in unknown territory. He's relaxed in the company of such a cool character. In bed, Libra loosens up, accessing her naughtiest needs. Sagittarius is spellbound. He's scored a sophisticated woman willing to satisfy his every wish. Hmm. Libra. Everybody likes Libra. Okay, uh, Sagittarius man and Scorpio woman. His good luck creates their fortune. Her hold on him is firm. What each craves is individually... Oh, sorry. What each craves individually is willed through the relationship, especially in bed. For the sake of staying together, nothing is refused. That relationship sounds like it was like hinting at a lot of effort yeah for the sake of staying together nothing is refused yeah oh Um, we're staying together for the sake of the children (laughs) okay sag on sag like a god and goddess on mount olympus two (laughs) there's that word again s-a-g-g-e-s sags two sags make a mythic match together they feel entitled to the material wealth that seems to seek them out Sexually, this is the stuff of which legends are made. Wait, they're rich? Yeah. And Fuck, I need to find a Sagittarius. I'm a 92%. <laughs> hey, you sag out there. But did you see the, did you hear the last part too? What? Sexually, this is the stuff of which legends are made. 
Yeah, it was... Sex and money and all the good stuff? Everything we've read has also been highly... uh, Praise Praise between Gemini and the Sagittarius. Sag Sag person, uh, come find me. I'll I'll be your your rough trade. Wait a second. (laughs) Wait a second. Wait a second. You, who do not believe in this stuff. Yeah. You're going to go out tonight somewhere and be like... Hey, girl, what's your sign? Hey, are you a rich sag? <laughs> okay. How about the Capricorn woman? I'll they be make... a righteous shag. <laughs> 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 they make a glamorous pair with an iconic allure that both impresses and intimidates anyone outside their social set. Still, the focus is inward, and their home is a cozy cocoon. In bed, though, it's down and very dirty. Mm. With the Aquarius woman, they may seem ill-suited, but it's an illusion. With her, he's found a lifeline. Paired with Sagittarius, the water bearer sets herself up for a brighter future. In bed, they break from old behavior. Together, it's earthy crunchy. What the hell does that mean? I mean, you don't, you like wine. Earthy crunchy. That's a descriptive for wine, isn't it? (laughs) Sure. Mine's very earthy, chewy. Uh, every time, every time I hear water bear, mm-hmm. I, I always think of tardigrade. The only thing I hear is water bear and yeah. tardigrade. So once we get to what a uh, Sagittarius, no, uh, Aquarius, Aquarius uh, be prepared for a lot of tardigrade. <laughs> All right. Finally, with the Pisces woman, from the start, they enjoy an unspoken understanding. Both know it's time to stop running from love. Bohemianism is their mode. She's a gypsy at heart. Sagittarius trades his bowler for a beret. Sex is messy and unfussy, but fabulous. Sagittarius trades one weird fucking hat for another one. <laughs> Sagittarius, get a normal hat. <clears throat> yeah, with all your money. Don't put a bowler on. Don't put a beret on. <laughs> all right, so here are the gay couplings. Um, the Sagittarius man and the Aries man. These fire signs burn shit up. Okay, I'm just kidding. Um, they, these fire signs share a slew of qualities. Palpable masculinity, love of, of adventure, a body sense of humor. Still, there's discord. Aries is a neat freak. It's true. So, not so is Sagittarius. In bed, both men will try anything twice. A neat freak? Yeah. Um, that's what? not how I would describe the Aries I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard because I live with a Capricorn. So he's messy. Oh. And then I justify my own messiness <laughs> <Okay>. with him. <laughs> it's true. Okay. Um, okay, the Sagittarius man and the Taurus man. A force of nature. Together they seem capable of ruling the world. Still, there's trouble. Sagittarius takes the upper hand and Taurus tags along too willingly. A purely sexual scenario is perhaps preferable. So maybe not a good coupling there. I mean, definitely not. Every time that it's like, well, these two could be amazing, but they also hate each other. (laughs) (laughs) Is what it's actually saying. All right. With the Gemini man, it says volatility is their shibboleth. What? Uh, Shibboleth. Who's that? Google it. I don't even know how to spell that. Is that a C, a Y? I know what it is. Sybil Shepard? 
No. Oh. I know who she is. Here we go. Um, a custom or tradition, usually a choice or phrasing of even a single word, word that distinguishes one group of people from another. Okay. So now that I know what shibboleth is, let's start over and see if I'm going to be gay for pay for this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Volatility is their shibboleth. Oh. Gemini's temperamental nature knows no bounds. The yep. archer is a fiercely fickle fellow. One or the other may be unwilling to commit. Still, for a few nights, the pairing is unparalleled. Huh. That's very contradictory to what the other thing says. Kind of is, yeah. All right. Um, cancer man. Cancer is a tough nut to crack, especially guarded with straight shooting sag. Soon, it's clear their quality of life concerns correspond. The archer's extensive sexual past shouldn't prohibit partnership. Cancer's hiding quite a history himself. Honesty, guys. Honesty. Communication. Yeah. Always, right. always be open and honest about your feelings. Yeah. Unless it's going to ruin your life. <laughs> okay. Um, then there's the Leo man. Together, the two high-rolling he-men live even larger. Sagittarius is especially audacious. Fortune seems to surround them. Sexually, too, they've hit the jackpot. It's all a game. Extreme behavior gets much play. I imagine it's like two super buff, like, bros. Yeah. That are like... Like having competitions to see who can wake up earlier to make the other person's protein shake. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Um, Virgo man. Virgo is neat, but Sagittarius is untidy. At first, they're anxious in each other's company, but a love of the finer things unites them. They'll make ideal travel companions. In bed, some disorder is desirable. Never a dull moment. With the Libra man, together they strike, creative, they strike creative gold, having explored the limits of expression, often with dazzling results. In bed, Libra is a minion under a powerful Sagittarian spell. A need for adventure may mean messing with group scenes. Hmm. It's hot. All right. Uh, with a Scorpio man, Sagittarius is seduced and shocked by shadow, shadowy Scorpio. Physical compatibility is assured. Emotional understanding takes time. Sexual expectations are great. In this case, the agile archer has a hard time keeping up. With the Sagittarius man on Sagittarius man, together the two archers polarize into distinctly different aspects of their archetypal natures, the student and the teacher, especially in bed. They're a can-do couple, personifying the power of positive thinking. Can do. I don't like how positive they are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, with the Capricorn man, Sagittarius is a macho choice of mate. Still, they share a satirical sense of humor and an affinity for fashion. In their downtime, it's all about long, leisurely sex sessions. Inviting a third and perhaps a stranger is status quo. A third and a stranger? <laughs> A third, perhaps a stranger. Oh, I thought they were inviting multiple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, with the Aquarius man, it's an extraordinary passionate pair. Um, sadly, each may surrender to his own instability. Grandiosity is a pitfall. Self-mythologizing means they live in a land of make-believe. 
sexual antics often border on out there. And finally, with the Pisces man, the archer admires and often emulates the poised P-I-S-C-E-A-N. Let me see. (laughs) You can finish it. It's on the very last. I see. The archer admires and often emulates the poised Pishian. (laughs) That's how I'm going to say it. Okay. It's a surprise to see Sag put through his psychological and sexual pace. Did I say sad? It's a surprise to see Sag put through his psychological and sexual paces. In bed, it's all about slavery. Sag is a gladiator for the fishy Caligula. Holy shit. So the best way to defeat a giant centaur archer is with a fish. No, you murder his family. (laughs) You take him captive. You make him fight for your amusement. And then thumbs down. And no, and then you fight him in one-on-one combat in front of everyone. And first you stab him before that so that you have an unfair advantage. And he still beats you. And the movie's called Gladiator. I think I've seen that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Starring Russell Crowe. Yeah. Fighting around the world. Younger Russell Crowe. Bless his heart. Anyways. I saw a funny bit on uh, this comedian I had on YouTube about uh, not spoiling. He didn't want to spoil anything about Les Mis, but his favorite song is uh, Javert's Suicide. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's that. Interesting. Well, this is a really cool sign. I'm really excited to see how the female would pan out, um, especially in comparison to the male. Um, But yeah, I actually, the two Sagittarius guys I know fit really well within that. Do they fuck each other? No, they don't, but apparently they should. (laughs) I mean, they'd probably be into it, according to the book. They're very very open and intimate with their sexuality. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like how they described the kind of sexual couplings um, uh, of Sagittarius as melding. And kind yeah. of meld together and become in one. a lot of situations. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that it did describe because a Sagittarius is a chimera. Yeah, uh, it's a combination of two creatures. Right, because uh, it's a centaur. Uh, that uh, it did link, go on and on about how they were chimeras and blah blah blah. And I was just <coughs> like, okay, I get it. They're a chimera. You don't have to tell me what a chimera is. We've all seen Full Metal Alchemist. Sure. We know what happens yeah. to Nina. But it's, I don't know, it's interesting to, to see in a lot of situations and in a lot of these signs that we've seen, it's like a, yes, we're a couple, but you're you over there and I'm me over here versus this one's like, no, 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 we're, we're two halves of the same whole, mm-hmm. which I thought was kind of interesting, an interesting development in terms of signs. Maybe we'll see more of that kind of characteristic show up as we continue onward. Mm-hmm. So fascinating. All right. Well, if like, you enjoyed this episode, oh, go ahead. Uh, sorry, I feel like they're the kind of person that like immediately starts dating someone and starts referring to everything as our. Yeah. You know, like. You got a problem with that? <laughs> <laughs> you can ask my boyfriend. Everything is ours, except for what's mine. Yeah. 
Okay, well, I that... don't think the Sagittarius would agree. I think the Sagittarius <laughs> is everything is ours. Everything is ours. Everything that I have is yours. Yeah. All of those are our hoodies. It's cold outside, and therefore those hoodies are ours. Baby is cold outside. Also, all the food that you made for yourself and I said I wasn't hungry is actually our food. <laughs> into that person so yeah. first. I don't want any french fries. No, I'm okay. I'll just have a few off your plate. Let's take a few. Because <laughs> they're our fries, right? No. <laughs> oh, thank God I'm dating somebody who's okay with that. Anyway. But except oh, they're for, not. Except for when I order the things that I want. and then They're I'm like, not. No, you can't have any of this. Oh, really? That's a secret. No, it's not. No one's ever, no one's ever happy about that. <laughs> Well, there was one time he put extra spicy seasoning on it. Intentionally. Yeah. Yeah. And his face was like hot and stuff. Yeah. And he was like, these are really spicy. And I'm like, yeah, I know they're gross. I tried one. I'm not saying him in particular. Oh, I'm I know. saying. Nobody. Pe- pe- yeah. It's, it's not a thing that people are happy about. We're going to have to come to, come to the honest. Uh, I don't know. We need to talk honestly about that then because I will stop stealing his food and his hoodies and his slippers. He's not going to say that it is. He's going to lie and say, oh, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Have as many fries as you want. I don't care. While inside he's boiling. (laughs) Don't take my goddamn fries. (laughs) Those are my fries. I paid for them. There's a reason I always order extra larges now. (laughs) I just want a medium. (laughs) But yeah, if you uh, if you like the show, give us a uh, uh, a like and subscribe. Uh, ding that bell. Uh, hashtag uh, Kingcast best show ever. Uh, no, uh, follow us on Twitter at Kingcast Podcast. Uh, on Instagram at Kingcast, just the Kingcast, and uh, send us some emails at kinkcastpodcast at gmail.com also we're not shy you can find us on facebook at kinkcastpodcast and you can send us messages by any of those means mm-hmm. and we'll respond we actually really love getting mail from listeners and we do on a regular basis and it's great because yep. we like interacting with people especially when they have comments or suggestions sometimes we do get things wrong sometimes we need more information um, sometimes the internet fails us <laughs> Uh, so definitely reach out to us and, uh, let us know if you have any comments, um, or even some suggestions. We like those too. Yeah. And corrections and omissions. Tell us why we did something wrong. No, don't tell us why we did something wrong. I'll get mad. Tell us if we did something wrong. (laughs) And, uh, that's pretty much it for today's episode. By the way, you should also get on uh, iTunes and give us five stars. We are really looking for more five-star reviews. We really like those. Those just make us happy and warm in all of our tingly places. So definitely uh, give us five stars and leave a nice little review. Did you have something to add? Uh, yes, we had a listener contact us. Uh and to let us know about our uh, uh, furry episode uh, that the furry community generally doesn't like bronies and vice versa. Really? Yep. Huh. So. I wonder why. Did it say why? Did it say why? He's a person. No, no, no. Did the message. Did <laughs> no. the message say why? Uh, he didn't go into detail, but uh, apparently they just don't like each other. Is this true? Yeah. 
other listeners even though they have tell us what's going on what's what's the tea why don't you guys get along even though apparently the communities have a lot in common yeah so uh thank you listener for letting us know that is it kind of like marvel fans and dc fans you just you mean one has taste and the other one likes dc (laughs) fuck you i like all of the superheroes uh they're uh I mean, they're DC makes fine. They make movies. <laughs> well, I can see where your loyalties lie. Some of their movies are good, and most of their movies are trash. Shazam was fantastic. Yeah, Shazam is great. Yeah. If you like a superhero movie, go see Shazam. That was a good one. It's really one. funny and just a really good time. But now I want to know about bronies and furries. Hey, what's the tea? Why don't you guys like each other? What's going on here? Can we yes. settle this? Let's have a talk. Let's just let's just come on. We're gonna we're gonna not call you out. We're gonna call you in and for a nice discussion, so we can all be friends here. And apparently, we're a top one hundred sex and sexuality podcast on the French iTunes charts. The what? The French iTunes charts. Oh, sweet. So yeah, uh, if you're listening in France, hey, howdy. We, oui. wait, no, that's yes. <laughs> I'm learning France. I'm learning, I'm learning France. I'm learning French. <laughs> Fame. <laughs> Je suis Napoleon. <laughs> Fame. Okay. Now we're just making fun of them, and that is how we dropped down out of the top 100 French podcast list. All right, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Ciao. Which is both Italian and French.